0: Just before we get started, we'd like to acknowledge and pay respect to Australia's Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander peoples. They're the traditional custodians of the lands, the waterways, and the skies all across Australia. We thank you for sharing and for caring for the land on which we are able to learn. We pay our respects to Elders past and present and we share our friendship and our kindness. She's on the money. She's on the money. Hello and welcome to She's On The Money, the podcast for millennials who want financial freedom. And what a huge week it has been, my friends. We are still feeling the love and we are absolutely reeling from our very first She's On The Money International Women's Day event, which, as you guys might already know, we held in both Melbourne and in Sydney. And the whole team was there, which is very, very exciting. It was something that we have wanted to do for so, so very long. And unfortunately, due to uh, our friend COVID we haven't been able to do until now and of course guys with so much happening in the world and in Australia right now we are so genuinely grateful for everybody who was able to come and spend some time with us and the team in person. Jess and Alisa you guys were both there and for those of you listening you might know Jess. Hi Jess. Hello. Hello. But you probably haven't met Annalisa before, but if you have, it was because she came to our She's On The Money events in
1: both Melbourne and Sydney, because Annalisa, who are you? Oh, hello, ladies. I am your brand new producer.
0: Oh, how shiny, how fresh, (laughs) how new.
1: Long time listener, first time voice on She's On The Money, and I'm thrilled to be here and even more thrilled to be at those incredible events last week. I'm still kind of rolling around and reeling in how incredible the community was and how great the vibe was.
0: Oh, my God. When I say I'm obsessed with the community, you can see why now now though, can't you?
1: Absolutely.
2: And we know that the community is really spread across the country and even the world, which is super cool and exciting. But in-person events aren't accessible for every single person. We got lots of DMs from people saying, come to Brisbane, come to Tasmania. We hope to, we would love to. Um, but we are a small business and turns out events are very expensive. So, we're working our way up to those.
0: (laughs) Oh, my gosh. Who would have known that they were as expensive as they are? Like, guys, I can't even... Like I did not realize how expensive they were. So to everyone who purchased a ticket, I am so eternally grateful that you put your value in coming and seeing us and hanging out with us because it meant a lot. But over time, hopefully, Jess and Alisa, the plan is to get more sponsors on board so we can make ticket prices even more affordable and much more accessible. But as a first off event, I think we did pretty damn well, guys.
2: I agree. And for anyone who couldn't make it, which we totally understand with so many things going on right now, we wanted to bring you a little piece of the event. So today's episode is going to be a special Friday drinks where we can't necessarily bring everyone like our speakers. We had Manal Al-Shreve, Tracy Spicer, Maria Fatil, and Ashley Streeter-Jones. And we can't necessarily bring the goodie bags or the food or our incredible speakers who did the Acknowledgement of Country. We had Victoria, your friend, Natasha, who is Queen Acknowledgements. And we also had Auntie Ann Walden, who were both phenomenal. But what we can bring you is the community, which is arguably one of the best bits. Getting to meet you, getting to talk to you, listen to your stories, watch you make friendships and make friends with you ourselves was just such a privilege. And Annalisa was scooting around with her little microphone, getting some voices, getting some stories. And that's what we're going to be sharing with you today. V and I have not heard this yet. I'm very excited.
0: I'm not impressed because I've wanted to all week listen to this, but I haven't because I've waited till here. I knew it was on the share drive, so I just didn't go find it. And I feel like that took a lot of self-restraint. I'm just telling you right now, Annalisa. Just in my
1: defense, though, Victoria, you cried enough on both days, <laughs> so I really didn't want to I leave you crying yet? for the rest of the week But the community is so important to the show. And with everything that everyone's been through, how wonderful to get some voices on this show who are so dedicated and who the program means so much to you. So let's have a listen. Are we ready? Are I'm, we not ready. I'm
0: not ready. I'm not ready. I'm already ready. thinking about it. All right, let's go. Let's go. I let's play it. it.
2: Oh, my gosh, I'm so excited. I'm so nervous, I think. Like, I just, I so desperately want everyone to have the best time. And just thinking, oh, is everyone happy? Do they have what they need? Can they find their seats? But at the same time, I'm so excited. How are you going, V? Good, I'm good. I'm so
1: nervous.
3: (laughs) (laughs) Happy International Women's Day. I'm really excited to be here. So
0: excited. So excited. (laughs) <laughs> Feeling thrilled to be here. Yes. So excited. It's Feminist Christmas. <laughs>
2: exactly.
0: I, love that.
1: I am here for the amazing ladies around here to be inspired by ladies, but also because of the lovely Victoria, who's an absolute rock star. So I'm excited.
3: It's
1: just so nice to be around so many like-minded women. It's just really empowering and especially to be surrounded by so many incredible like women and men and just everyone in general is just amazing. Lots of fun and I feel so empowered and refreshed and I'll be stepping out here feeling more confident and ready to achieve more big things.
3: Well, it's very exciting. I was actually very surprised when we walked out on the deck here to see so many people this time in the morning looking very smart and very energized. I work in the financial planning industry myself. And I think uh, traditionally, far too many women have relied on men to take care of the finances. And I think it's the single most important thing a woman can do to empower herself. My name is Natasha Nabununga-Bambler, and I'm known as Queen Acknowledgements. Today felt like a world-class presentation from real-life experience, from women who have walked in the footsteps of those that are living in breaking the bias and to have them speak from their heart and their own experience that's what leadership is it's leadership by living that life and it really spoke to me my heart and I felt the room of women move with me I acknowledge the country and hearing and seeing it it's about feeling it embracing it embodying it And for me, the invitation to have somebody to feel what acknowledging the country is like, it's a gift. It's a gift that I get to share as a First Nations woman on this land and this country, knowing that I've come from women and their sacrifices of my ancestors and line of women before me. You know, my grandmother was a part of the stolen generation and she did anything she could to survive. Then my parents were... You know, striving for the next best thing, better future for their children and I get to live in a world that I now get to thrive because of how people are continuing to acknowledge and share and embrace the culture here and the country and what it gives what it offers us
0: I'm here rewarding myself because I just finished paying a seven year debt agreement I finished it Two years early, by starting to listen to the podcast, and I started doing Uber Eats deliveries during lockdowns. And, um, yeah, Victoria's just totally changed the way I think of money, and now I am debt free. And I just made Victoria Divine cry,
2: <laughs> which is beautiful.
0: We all
3: came here by ourselves and we just started chatting. We actually just met today, and we've just been, like, sharing stories and, love, like, how we found the podcast and, like, our life stories and stuff. I love listening to
2: it. It's probably their only podcast that I listen to religiously. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, she got me into the podcast as well. Seeing Victoria in real life is already pretty crazy. <laughs> little fangirling a little Just bit. <laughs> hearing her speak, and, yeah. Everything she says is,
3: like, so good and so empowering. But I think that it just opens up... Um, a lot of us who may not particularly know some of these topics and just educates us in a nice and simple way just listening to the podcast each week and hearing stories but then the deep dive on things and being able to understand so much more and be financially literate 2 years ago i you know had a lot of bad debt and i know the difference now between bad debt and good debt and it was really overwhelming and it was kind of like like how do i get myself out of this you know and little by little there were little things that they gave me, like, you know, automating savings and, you know, um, money mindset and all of that kind of stuff. You don't know what you're going to use until you take all the knowledge in. So yeah, it's really helped me a lot. I really love the money diaries. With the friendship group that I have, like there's very few conversations around finance and pay and whatnot. So I think just being able to like listen to people's experiences, it feels like I can have those conversations with friends and have that kind of community. Being able to hear conversations of those different experiences has just been really enlightening and being able to, like, expand my world has been really nice.
0: It's really nice to just have that diversity of stories that you hear on the podcast and it, yeah, just kind of helps you not feel
3: alone and it helps you feel supported and,
2: yeah, it's awesome. You just learn different ways of doing things. I have more confidence around issues like bringing up finances with your partner and your family.
3: The tone of the show really spoke to me, um... There's a lot of money podcasts out there that are a bit more white men in suits.
0: Um, I think for me, my money story was a little bit complicated, so it's given me a lot of financial guidance and a lot of the help that I've needed to kind of get my budget on track and become more savvy when it comes to money. I've started investing, which is really exciting. It's just kind of changed my life in a really corny-sounding way. (laughs) Victoria makes these
3: really kind of complicated or kind of scary, and I'm doing that in inverted commas, concepts, way more accessible for women and she doesn't obviously like talk down to anyone, it's all on our level,
1: that kind of thing. I think there's just an authenticity there. I feel it's very approachable kind of community. You know, there's a lot of communities out there, but then there's just this feeling, and I think a lot of that has to do with the people behind it. Whether it's Victoria or her team, they just exude this energy, which is just so warm and inviting. And for me, that's just who Victoria is. I love you guys.
2: I love you, Victoria, girl. She's on the money. She's on the money. She's on the money. She's on the money.
1: She's on the money. Yeah. She's on the money. She's on the money. She's on the
0: money. She's on the money. Good not is that? God, I can't. Um, all right,
2: all right, all right. It's so fun to hear people say those things because I think one of the harder aspects of these events is we're so blessed to have hundreds of incredible people there, but it makes you really conscious of time and it's so hard because you just want to sit down and spend an hour talking to every single person, but we just didn't have that luxury or we would have been kicked out of the hotel and never let back in. So being able to hear people talk a little bit more about their why and their how, and it also can feel very self-absorbed. Like I wouldn't know how to turn around to someone and say, "Um, so how have we changed your life or how have we (laughs) impacted like, that just is yeah, such sounds a ridiculous so strange. thing to say to someone.
0: Like, even hearing people talk about it, it's just overwhelming. Like, I feel like it's not often that Victoria Divine doesn't have words, but now is one of those <laughs>
1: times.
2: A thousand percent. And it's just so touching, I think, to hear people say those kind things about you and about me and about the podcast. It just you get bogged down in the bad and to hear people say i've pulled through this i've worked really hard and you were able to be a part of that like how many jobs in the world are there where you can genuinely say that you had that kind of impact on people not that many i would guess
0: no and not that many that are that vocal like i feel like it's incredibly special to be in this position where we've done that but i guess the thing that I think about is when I was thinking of starting this podcast, I was so close to not doing it because I was so afraid of what people might think or say, or, you know, they might not think it was a good piece of content. And I am just like everybody else. Like I am a real person who has real feelings and, you know, just wants to do the best that they can. So it's very challenging when you're like, do I put myself out there and do this or not? Like podcasting was arguably very new in Australia when I had started. It's not like I broke into the industry. It definitely existed, but it definitely didn't exist in the commercial way that it does today. So when I started it, it was very much a, let's do this little podcast because the Facebook group I have, which at the time, it's still burnt into my mind, had 1,700 people in it. And I thought that I could have a small impact on them. Like that's what the podcast started for. And now <laughs> 200,000 people? I can't, I can't talk about it. It's crazy. Like it's, ah, it's crazy. It's actually crazy to think that From doing a Facebook group where (laughs) if you're one of my family or friends, you would know that I uh, used to pester you to comment on the posts because no one would communicate with me. (laughs) And I just really wanted it to look like people were communicating and being open because in my mind, that was going to be the start of other people communicating and being open. (laughs) Why you do this to me? (laughs) Because to me, that was kind of like the start of other people being open to being able to communicate, right? Like, I saw other people commenting, even if it was my friends or my family, and you guys didn't know that, that that might have given you permission to share your story and known that it was a safe place, which it absolutely was and always has been. But for me... It didn't just start and, you know, become this big thing. It became this thing that I had to put so much time, energy and effort into. And so many days I'd be like, is this worth it? To finally have people turn around and say that their entire lives are changed. like.
1: What? (laughs) Uh, Maybe I'll just give you guys a little bit of space to feel, feel the feelings too. And I just want to say as someone who was there on the day and talking to these incredible women and people, I mean the speakers are incredible, the food was incredible, the goodie bags are incredible, but I loved seeing people meeting each other for the first time. They came to the event on their own and they forged some friendships and they literally there were so many people that I went up to who'd never spoken before, and I could hear them sharing stories about different tips that they got off the show or or figuring out their money stories or feeling okay about broaching certain topics with partners or friends or even starting a trend in their friendship groups to talk about this stuff and... That was so exciting. So That was
0: one of my favorite things. Like, honestly, this sounds so wanky, but like Jess and I at the Sydney event were up the front and people were just coming up to us and we were having chats with them. And like groups of girls would come up and Jess and I'd be like, Oh my gosh, hi, where have you guys come from? And they're like, Oh, we we all came from different places. We'd be like, Oh, did you like catch the train together? And they're like, No, we met today. And it was crazy to think yeah. that we just made this grand assumption that, you know, if a group of three girls came up to us they were actually already friends when in reality they'd actually all come alone and found each other and I as somebody who loves a good networking event I've never been to a networking event and made a friend and been like, oh, hey, Annalisa, I would love to, you know, hang out with you. Let's go see the speaker that we want to talk to. Like, that's not a thing. So for me to see these people coming together and making friends and connecting and, you know, swapping numbers and then later seeing them post on social media that they'd either gone out for a coffee after or they'd added each other on social media or tagging each other, I was like, what? Like you guys are all little pals now. Like it just made my heart so full knowing that we all have these shared values. And I think that having so many people in one room with so many shared values meant it was very easy to make friends and just such a cool thing because Jess and I were talking before the event. And Roche, who is our events coordinator and the person who, you know, made all of this come to life for us and is an absolute legend, she actually was talking to us about like, do we do little singles tags or something so that if someone is there on their own, other people know to embrace them. Like we didn't even need that; they were just doing it themselves. And you know, there are a couple of times where I even saw—I think I scared a couple of people, and I didn't mean to—but I saw people standing on their own. I'd be like, "Oh my god, did you come on your own?" And they're like, "What? Why are you here?" And I'd be like, "Because I want to <laughs> be your friend. Like I am here to know you. Like I genuinely felt like I was in a room full of people who were my friends that I just hadn't met yet. Like they were people that were my people." even if I didn't know your name yet, because I felt like you knew me in a way. And that's, it's a very
1: strange feeling. I'm telling you that right now. The tape of both of you at the start, I think is gorgeous. But Jess, you were like very much hovering around like a little hummingbird, like trying to make sure everything was running smoothly. And you sound really nervous about wanting to make (laughs) sure everyone has the best time. How was it for you?
2: It was really like I had so much fun, but I did. I felt so much not anxiety, but I just so desperately wanted everyone to have the best time ever. I was really conscious that <laughs> it's a big ask to have people turn up at the venue at, you know, seven o'clock. So most people are getting up at like five thirty, six o'clock on a cold morning to come see us. and it's- <laughs> People just have invested so much to come in and see us. And I think that It might be easy to forget that we were as excited for this as everybody else. I don't think I slept for like the entire week because I was just so nervous and excited and I wanted everyone to be happy and have it be everything that everyone had hoped for. And I mean, I really felt that. I felt so much love and I saw so many people connecting and meeting and having an incredible time. But yeah, I think I definitely was hovering around a little bit trying to make sure that if anyone needed anything, at one point the water... Dispenser ran out, and I was just standing there like a waiter directing people there was to a, a water different dispenser. Thing. There was a water oh dispenser, my and it ran out. It was all ice, and I was just like, "Oh my god, they can't get their water!" <laughs> and so I was just standing there because <laughs> like people would come, and they'd just be like, "Oh, like I have no water. That's fine." I'd be like, "No, no, no, it's fine. I just like someone's coming. Nobody panic." And
0: um, you were like losing your mind. You're like that in the <laughs> office. So I'm not this surprised. Is, this, this is all, basically all. a
1: personality test, and. <laughs> I think Jess is the one who's <laughs> great in a crisis.
0: And <laughs> I'm like, there was water. Like we oh, had <laughs> access to water at our events.
2: But people were so nice, and I just think I wish I had the confidence that these people, these women, had because. I, in my earlier years, and even now, I don't know that I could stand in a room of people I don't know and just be like, hey, I'm Jess, how's it going? And so many people came up to me and said, hey, like, I know who you are. I just wanted to say thank you. I just wanted to talk to you. And I cried, as you know, Victoria cried a lot, but it made my day. And I I truly was just like, oh my God, these people are the people that are going to create change. They're the people that are going to change their lives they're going to change the lives of other people they're going to educate the next generation like there's just I felt a lot of power in that room and not because it was people who work in high-paying jobs or people who hold positions of you know political rapport or whatever it was genuinely just these people want to see and make change and they have made change and there is just so much value in that. And it, it really took the breath out of me. I think like we sat down right before we kicked the event off and did our acknowledgements. And I just was like, Oh, because I could just feel it, you know, you could feel it in the air. And I, I don't know how to describe that. And I don't think we could ever capture that in audio or video, but just this this sensation that I felt, like, in my soul was incredible.
0: You're literally the sweetest thing I've ever seen in my entire life, Jessica. oh,
2: like, oh it makes my you? heart so full. <laughs> like, it literally
0: makes my heart so full knowing that we, like, as a team – care so much about the community that we've created and I can't tell you as the person who created She's on the Money how much it means to have my team buy into that like it could just be a job for you guys it could just be something that you go yeah like I work nine to five at at She's on the Money and I just do my job and like I'm the head of partnerships like that could just be your job but it's not it's like everything that you breathe and it's everything that you love and you're so supportive of that but it's like the mission that I'm on and the fact that you know it's not just the community that believe in that. It's the team that we've hired and literally pay to love it. Like, you can't pay people to love their jobs. Like, you can pay them to turn up, that's for sure. But the care that the team has and, like, the fact that you were there and Georgia was there and we had Annalisa and we also had Roche there. Like, the entire team were there. My family were there. That was so special to me. Like, being able to share. <laughs> oh, This is so bad. <laughs> ah! <laughs> Why am I like this? <laughs> But being able to share, I guess, what I've created with my (laughs) mum was just so special.
2: Yeah. (sighs) I've never seen a prouder mum either. You (laughs) could just see it written all over her face. I think as well for parents, you know, it's hard because they don't really comprehend, I think, the social media era and what that encompasses. And I think, you know, I've met your mum and Bloody love you, Judy. But (laughs) it's hard for someone who isn't as involved in that space to understand it and I think to see her, I saw her walk in and stand in a room and just kind of take in the hundreds upon hundreds of people and chairs. Like I could see it in her face. She was so proud of you and I think so you know, not surprised, but just to really be able to tangibly see that impact and see that these people were so excited to be there. I think it meant a lot to her as well as a mother.
1: Oh, parents are so like that too. And this is me not being ageist, but like the tangible nature of the stuff that we do is, is really, it's visible and it's meaningful as like, it was incredibly meaningful for everyone that was there and as it was for both of you. All right, guys, I am adoring this, but let's go to a quick break and then we'll dive straight back in. Were there any money stories or or particular anecdotes that you guys got told that you took away?
0: I can't share them with you. I'll just be a blubbering mess. This is already a podcast of how many times can you make Victoria cry? So it it honestly was mind-blowing. It wasn't just mind-blowing that they'd done it. It was mind-blowing that they'd taken the time out of their day to come and share that with us and share the fact that She's on the Money was a part of that journey for them because – at the end of the day, they don't owe us that. Like, they didn't need to come and tell me that. They could have gotten out of debt and be like, great, like, that's behind me. I don't have to do that anymore. But they're really embracing how much that was part of their money story and wanted to give back to the rest of the community to say, well, if I did it, you can do it. I didn't know I could do it, but you can. You absolutely can and the amount of conversations. like That was one of my favourite parts of the event was just that we had allocated so much time on either side of our speakers to be present with the community and walk around and see what you guys were up to and what you were talking about and that you were enjoying your oat latte. I think going up to people and realising that they'd only just met and I'd be like, oh, what are you talking about? Are you having fun? And one girl to me was like, oh, um, I was actually just sharing that I got out of debt and I know that she can too and I was like oh my god what was your name and she's like oh yeah what was your name like she couldn't even remember her name but like she was telling this girl that she just had so much power and she could do it and I was just like who are you guys I love you like you are my soul people like it makes me so happy and also just shocks me I suppose in a world that can be so dark sometimes that The only thing in this room was sunshine and brightness and people genuinely wanting the best for each other. Like, how often do you walk into a room of people who genuinely just go, I don't know you, but I want you to thrive? Like, what? And Jess, you're right. You could feel that energy. Like they all just wanted to be there. They wanted to talk to the speakers. They wanted to mingle and chat. And they wanted to have a good oat latte. But they also just wanted everybody in that room to rise up. And like we say it on the podcast all the time, like there's no such thing as one succeeding. It's all of us succeed. Like, and the success of one person in our community is just a testament to the fact that everybody can do that. And we say all the time, and I sound like a broken record once again, that a rising tide lifts or ships and you could just feel that tide. Like you could genuinely just feel it. Like it was almost as though you could grab it. It was very, very surreal. But that's probably very biased coming from someone who literally is the podcast
1: co-host and was obsessed with every single person in the room, right? (laughs) Well, I really hope that the vibe of those days, if you couldn't make it out, is coming across in this show. This is definitely intended to be a little Friday hurrah, little Friday drinks cheers to the amazing community and that's everyone out there who listens to the show or who just needs a bit of an uplift because it is a hard time at the moment all over the world and in this country. Hopefully that vibe's coming across to you. And there were so many other people that sweetened the deal on the day. Jess, Those goodie bags, those sponsors, oh my goodness. Next
2: level, right? It felt so special to us because we really wanted to make sure that, you know, Corporate events, you walk away with a koozie or a pen. I mean, I love a, good a pen, koozie. So I'm, not, I'm definitely what's not a koozie? On pens. What is a koozie? Me koozie? Oh. What's a koozie? <laughs> <laughs> like a stubby holder. Uh, oh my like god, a, um, a koozie. A drink a <laughs> have you heard that before, Annalisa? Uh, I-, I have not. Oh, maybe it's just me. But you know, you go to these events and you kind of a lot of the time walk away with stuff you're probably not going to use, right? And we didn't want to contribute to waste in that way. But we also wanted people to be able to kind of take that good feeling home with them. So we sat down and we said, right, what brands do we love? Who would we love to get on board And, you know, it was kind of a theoretical. We were like, oh, I'd really love to have some like LSKD stuff or some beautiful sirene skincare, which is the cleanser that Victoria and I both love, which is very expensive, but (laughs) very, very good. And we reached out to these brands and were just astounded by how quickly – And how supportive these brands were to jump on. We're like, oh my gosh, yes, we would love to be involved. What can we do?
0: Like, obviously, I love a good brow and I love a good brow pencil and Benefit are one of my favorite brow brands. So when we reached out, I was shocked when they weren't just like, oh, yeah, sorry, we can put a flyer in. They literally put a makeup bag full of makeup in it for our community. Like, what?
2: I know my glow true Who are girls that we've, you know, worked with? They started as a small business. They're killing it now. They supported us. Bang and Body, the moisturiser we all love. We had Aviana, the label, another small Melbourne-based business. 5pm beverages, yes, you can drinks, Frankie Mag, the girls at Keep It Cleaner who we freaking adore. Like just oh, so They me- put
0: gifts in the gift bags but also did our under-the-chair prize, which no yes. one knew was going to happen, but people literally walked away with a year's free subscription to their app, which is very, very cool and obviously something that the She's on the Money team use basically daily.
2: Incredible. They literally got us through lockdown by doing their Zoom Pilates classes together. It was so much fun. And then, of course, The Sharesies team really brought it all together. I'm going to take a little moment here because, as you said, Partnerships is my space and Sharesies have been a partner of ours for over a year now and we got to meet them for the first time. They were there at the Sydney event, so some of you guys might have met them as well. But it is such a privilege to work with a business that so wholeheartedly believes in what we do. Like the Sharesies team are always the first business to say, how can we support you? We love your idea. How can we uplift that? How can we amplify you? How can we really work in with what you're doing? And I think anyone who works in marketing or advertising knows that sometimes you come across brands or businesses that just want to put an ad up and be done with it. And we don't do that here. That's not how we work. We never have, and we never will. But to have someone buy in so strongly and they Uh, in our Facebook group, not to advertise, you'll never see them promoing themselves, but to interact, to read, to see what's going on because they genuinely want to engage with and support our community. It is not very often that you see people buy in that way. And to meet their team, who were all female that were there on the day, they have two out of three CEOs be female. And
0: more than half of their entire workforce are female, which is epic because they're an investment company. Like what? That's not something you would have heard 10
2: years ago. 10 years ago, no they have all been men that all probably were white and there would <laughs> yeah. have been no diversity whatsoever. And so it is, you know, not to bang on about it, but genuinely they are a delight to work with. I talk to them weekly and they are so fantastic and they're so supportive of us. And our community, and we could not have made this event happen without them. So I'm incredibly thankful for them. I just cannot sing their praises enough, truly.
0: Absolutely, Jess. It genuinely felt like we were just catching up with old friends. Like it was so surreal to meet some people in real life. But the same thing happened with a whole heap of community members. Like there were actually a heap of community members that would come up to me and be like, oh my God, hi, Victoria, I'm Simran. I was like, no, I know who you are. They're like, how? And I'm like, because we talk on Instagram all the time. I just assumed we were friends. And they're like, wait, you know? And I'm like, yeah, because... I know your face. Like, you comment all the time in our Facebook group. And there was one girl, and for the life of me, I can't think of her name right now. And she came up and she said, Hi. And I was like, You look so familiar. I was like, We've met before. What's your name? And she's like, No, like, we've definitely never met. And I was like, Are you sure? And she's like, Oh, I comment a lot in the Facebook group. I'm like, I knew it because I stalk everybody. That sounds so creepy. <laughs> but like, I always look at your profile picture if you've been commenting stuff that I'm like, Yeah, I can get behind that. Like, I want to know who our community is. So I've definitely creeped on all of you, which just sounds very strange, but it was so special in that room to be like, no, 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 I know you. Where are you from? And we would be like, oh, I was in the Facebook group or, oh, we talk all the time in your Instagram DMs. It's usually about your cat, but we talk a lot. And I'm like, oh, my gosh, it genuinely feels like I'm meeting my friends. And that's exactly how I felt about the Sharesies team. And I spotted Adrienne from across the room and I was like, oh, my gosh, and gave her the biggest hug. It was like I just hadn't seen her in a while. It was very strange and surreal, which I'm sure, Jez, we're not the only people experiencing this having. The had COVID take us out of the market for two years, not being able to see people or talk to people or hug them. It does feel very surreal. And I'm very aware that there's lots of friendships and things going on that, you know, are happening outside of the She's on the Money community that mean that this is happening for them too. But they were very special days to be a part of and I genuinely cannot wait to see what else we get up to because as you guys know, we've mentioned Rache on the show already, but Rache has actually just joined us full time. And her entire job, guys, is to make sure that she's on the money events come to life. So if you think you've seen The Last of Us, you absolutely haven't, because we will be back again and again, especially with Roche on our team. But in saying that, Jess and Elisa, I do think it is time for us to say goodbye But I hope you guys have absolutely adored hearing a little bit about our events. If you weren't able to come to them, I hope that it has filled the void of not being able to be with us. And if you went to them last week, hopefully it was a very cute reminiscing session with the team. So we will see you next week for an actual Friday drink. So not a celebratory Friday drinks, albeit they all do feel that way.
2: But as always, that is all we have time for today. So Jess why don't you wrap it for us? The advice shared on Cheese on the Money is generally in nature and does not consider your individual circumstances. Cheese on the Money exists purely for educational purposes and should not be relied upon to make an investment or a financial decision. And we promise Victoria Divine is an authorised representative of Australia Pacific Funds Management Proprietary Limited, ABM 34132463257, AFSL
0: 339151. See you next week, guys. Bye. Bye.